0: What's going on, Cheat Code Sports Fantasy Football Podcast listeners? You got Kev and Stevie P coming at you. What's going on, Steve?
1: What's going on, Kev? What's going on, world?
0: What's up, everyone? So we're going to do buy-sell today for week number nine. Um, You know, definitely some targets out there that you can go pick up. And definitely some guys that had big weeks that you can, you know, try to... You know, maybe get a, a good piece for uh, because we don't think those guys is, are, you know, maybe have the successful year that they have going forward. So definitely get into all that. Uh, you know, it's election day. So we're going to try and keep it quick so that we can get to our election or
1: our, our Coverage, election stuff. Which yeah. I, you know, I know some of you some of you guys probably don't care or, you know, want to want to watch that stuff. But, you know, my wife is a, a huge You know, person in politics, so, you know, the next five hours, I'm going to be doing nothing but watching, you know, MSNBC and Fox News and CNN. So, yeah, I have a I have a long night ahead of me.
0: Yeah, I probably will be watching a movie with my children, (laughs) but uh, I'll probably just be looking at it through my phone and, and, you know, I mean, seeing what's going on. But I can't I can't tune all my attention to it. I'll drive. I'll go. I'll go crazy. No, I hear that. But let's get into it. Uh, start with guys that we would buy from the quarterback position. And after this week, and I think they had their bye week previously. So I would say Lamar Jackson because his owner probably just hadn't seen a very good game out of him in the last couple weeks because of the bye in the Steelers game. Yep. And I know right now, guys with Lamar, like he hasn't had the, the 2019 Lamar. He hasn't been that guy this year. He's been really good, like really, really good in some games, but then in others he's been, you know, he's, he hasn't been as good. So uh, definitely a guy that you could probably get right now for cheap um, or, uh, you know, a guy that the
1: owner is worth tra- – is, is you know,
0: probably could possibly be ready to trade.
1: Yeah, I agree. Lamar is a great one because the other thing about Lamar that I think people are, are nervous about is that <sighs> – not only has he not had like very big games, but he's only had one get one game where he had more than four touchdowns. But last year I think he had three of those same games. He had three games with four or more touchdowns. I mean, so he's not scoring at the same rate that he was. This offense doesn't look the same. They're not able to run the ball. Um I think everyone ust- underestimated a little bit just how differently this offensive line would look without without uh oh my god, the guard. I just had his name in my head. Marshall Yonda. Marshall Yonda. You know, Marshall Yonda was a big cog in that wheel. And without that, this running game just – it was very good this weekend. I I will say, Ronnie Ronnie Stanley goes down with a broken ankle. He's done for
0: the year. So, that line could be a little bit of an issue.
1: Exactly. So, to me, they're going to have to lean more on Lamar throwing the ball because they're not going to be able to run the ball as successfully as they they did this past week against – and, you know, if you watch that game, they made it a point like they were going to run the ball – Against Pittsburgh. Like, they wanted to make sure that they could run the ball. It, it was It's actually the first game that I've seen in probably four games of theirs that they were actually like, you know what, we're going to run. And they legit tried to run, and they were making it a point. So, you know, I wish I could see more of that. But, like, you know, like Kev said, you know, you got Stanley out. You know, Jan hasn't gone since the beginning of the season. I mean, he retired last year. It's, it's not looking mm-hmm. – it's not looking very positive for the running game. So if you have Mark Ingram and you have the you know the other two guys Gus Bus and, and and you know it I I don't know I don't know what I'm doing with that running game. I'm, it makes me super nervous. You know what I mean yeah, DK yeah. is is JK um, JK I'm sorry JK you know looked really good this weekend, but I don't know how much I'm going. Yeah, I got to get that guy on my team. You know what I mean I was really excited about it yesterday, but now that we know Stanley's out for the year. Yeah. Um. Any other quarterbacks that you uh that you can
0: add? I mean, I would say Honestly. I mean I would say Carson Wentz, but at this point, do you really even want to buy Wentz? Yeah. You know what I mean? He had a couple good games, uh, but it's always in like garbage time when he or I don't even say garbage time. It's like comeback time because he plays so bad in the beginning of the game that. The end of the game, he just turns it on and winds up getting a, a shit ton of fantasy points. But, you know, you're you're basically
1: ho- sitting there with your ass cheeks squinched together, wondering if if he's gonna cost you a week. Exactly. And there's not really anybody else that I can like, like. So I'm going down the list of guys of the top, you know, basically the top twelve guys. So you got, you know, Wilson's nobody's trading. Josh Allen is a guy that I think, with the matchups he has coming up over the next couple of weeks, I would buy. But his playoff matchups are are rough. You know what I mean? So I don't know if I'm going to go, oh, yeah, because he's got Pittsburgh, Denver, and New England in the playoffs. He just had a 14-point game against New England this week. So, yeah. you know, I mean, do you feel real comfortable, you know, trading for this guy? The, I mean, next couple of weeks, I love it because he's got Seattle, Arizona, you know what I mean, uh, the Chargers, San Francisco. So those four weeks, I'm down. And then a bye week thrown in there um but for the playoff push do i really want to start this guy against you know pittsburgh week one of the playoffs and then denver week two of the playoffs we've seen how denver's defense has played much better and then new england in the final after he just had a 14 point game and this time is going to be at new england um yeah i don't know if i'm really uh, all excited about that and then you know, the rest of the guys really just looking at it. You know, most of them are not getting – like, who's trading Justin Herbert right now? Who's trading yeah. Watson right now? Who's trading Murray right now? Who's trading yeah. Rodgers right now? Tannehill. Tannehill might be another. Yeah, is a guy up. who could probably go get. And I yeah. and I actually would go get that. I, I, that's actually a good one. I, I, I would go buy Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, T- Tannehill definitely is another one coming off that bad game against Cincinnati. Yeah, and I love his playoff matchups. The dude's got Jacksonville, Detroit, and Green Bay. So that's definitely a guy mm-hmm. that I would go buy all right um so let's go into the running
0: backs um i'm gonna start it off and say i'm gonna say both injured guys eckler and chubb both um eckler i would assume they they said later rather than sooner and they are not a good team so buying eckler is a little risky because they could just turn around and say, you know, you're done for the year. But I do think they're going to want to see what the what the offense is with Herbert and with Eckler and everybody in it. So I do think he comes back. And Chubb's going to be back in two weeks after the bye week this week. So if you're able to get Chubb from a guy who, you know, is in last place because he lost Chubb and, you know, struggled to get through it, you know, I would go get Nick Chubb, you know, right now, immediately.
1: Yeah, there's a guy that – I know we said last week that we're buying, but I looked a little further into Ezekiel Elliott. I think I'm over it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean like the way they looked against the Eagles and the Eagles are a very good run-stopping team, so I don't want to I don't want to position this to make it sound like he had a bad game against a good defense and I'm just dropping him. That that's not what's happening here. Yeah. I want you to listen to his next matchups. Plays Pittsburgh this week. Coming up. Yeah, yeah, they got a tough schedule plays coming Pittsburgh up. Plays Pittsburgh this week. Like, do you trust Ezekiel Elliott against Pittsburgh? <laughs> then he has a bye. So basically, to me, he has two bye weeks in a row because I don't feel comfortable starting Zeke after what I've seen over the past couple of weeks. Eight, five, seven point eight. Those are his last three games, right? Then he's Pittsburgh. Then he gets a bye. Then he comes back and plays Minnesota, who actually has been pretty good against the run lately, right? Washington, Baltimore, Cincinnati, San Francisco. Those two games, he might do something. And then Pitt, and then Philly, week 16. These two games and all those that I feel comfortable. Because Washington, they haven't been great against the run, but against Washington the last time he played, he had 5.6. Yeah. 5.6 points, right? And then he gets Cincinnati and San Fran, which Cincinnati, if you've watched Cincinnati lately, they've actually been better against the run because in the beginning of the season, they couldn't stop nothing. And now they've actually been okay against the run. And, you know, to me, the Dallas Cowboy offensive line can't block anybody. So, with all of these matchups coming up, we already saw what, Dal- what Washington did to him. Minnesota's a better defense, you know, stopping the run than Washington is. He got 5.6 in that game. And then you got Baltimore at Baltimore? You yeah. crazy. I don't think I want anything to do with Zeke.
0: Yeah, I've kind of given up when I heard the stat that Tony Pollard had more fantasy points than Zeke for the year.
1: Um, I don't know if it's true. I didn't look it up, but somebody. No, put not that for on the face. Year. I think for for the since Dak has been out was the oh, was since, the since Dak okay. has been out, Pollard has more more fantasy yeah. points. See, that's that's bad. And
0: uh now they're talking about Stuart starting Cooper Rush, Andy Dalton is on is on the COVID list. Um there's just trouble in Dallas and I don't want anything to do with any of their players I mean CeeDee Lamb had a pretty good game Gallup had a pretty good game the other day but can you really trust these guys going forward not knowing what the quarterback position
1: is going to offer yeah it's it's terrible so it's man it's um there's nobody I want on that team like and yeah. I, you know, I was looking at some trades and I was looking at some things and and I had a guy offer me C.D. Lamb, and, and this is a keeper league, um, and I was thinking about it, but I can't use him this year. And in this league, you can only keep a guy for one year, and it's where he was drafted, and C.D. was drafted in I believe the seventh round in this league, so I would have to keep him the rest of this year. Probably not be able to start him and then I get him next year in the 7th round. And I'm thinking about it, but I don't know. Because he, he's not usable this year. He's just not usable yeah. this year.
0: Nah. Yeah, it's very tough, very tough situation uh for Dallas Cowboy players.
1: Yeah, going back to the to the running backs. Yep. That I'm trading for. Um honestly, Christian McCaffrey, I think there's the last chance you're going to get to try to get him. Yeah, I don't even think you'll be able to get him. Yeah, um, you have to pay a I, lot for him. and Yeah, because he's healthy this week. He's going to play this week. He's yeah, supposed he's going to play you this know, week.
0: That's what everybody thinks. And if he plays this week, there's no
1: reason for the owner to sell him. You yeah, know? well, this is my thing. If if they get blown out, right, let's just say they say, let's keep him out of this game because he's still on IR. He's not. He hasn't been taken off the IR yet. No, he's still on IR. Yeah, he's still on IR. So let's say they say, you know what, we're going to go one more week. We're going to let him get one more week healthy. The following week, he plays Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, the first time they played, he did have a pretty good game. He had eight, eight, eight rushes for 59 yards and two rushing touchdowns. He ended up with 22 fantasy points that week. All right? So let's say he has a bad week against Tampa Bay, and he sits this week, and people see Tampa Bay coming up on the schedule. Maybe they go, eh. So I would try it. I would try to see what you can do if you could offer something and see if you can get Christian McCaffrey. Because even against Tampa Bay, I don't care. This, this dude is – this dude's matchup proof. Period. You play, you play. Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. The other guy that I think I'm starting to buy now, like, and I haven't really been a big fan of this guy is Connor. I think I'm trying to get John. I think I'm trying to get Connor. Listen to these matchups coming up: Dallas, Cincinnati, Jacksonville. That's great. Then Baltimore, Washington, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Indianapolis. Literally, it's just Baltimore and Cincinnati, because Washington has not been good at stopping the run. Buffalo can't stop shit on the ground. Cincinnati has been garbage against stopping the run. Like, they're middle of the pack over the past five weeks, but they're not, I wouldn't say they're good at stopping the run. They're just much better than they were in the beginning of the season. Yep. Dallas, Cincinnati, and Jacksonville, the next three games, if he stays healthy, Connor's going to end up being the a, a top seven running back by season's end, and you know what? I, I think if you offer up a Zeke Elliott and something else, I think you can get Connor. Cause I think people are going to say, Oh, Zeke is going to eventually get out of his slump and he's going to be good. And I don't think that's true.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. If you can get Connor, get Connor because like, like Steve said, those matchups and, and I've been surprised just with how effective he's been this year. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, Definitely a guy that that if you know he's healthy, he's he's the number one running back on Pittsburgh, and it's been proven. Like even when they had opportunities in the beginning of the year to go with Benny Snell, after Connor had bad games and got hurt again, they still went back to Connor. So, yes, sir. All right, uh, receivers.
1: What receivers do you like, Steve? Oh man, there there's a lot of guys that I'm. See, I would love to tell you to go get Tyler Lockett. We told you we told you this a couple of weeks ago to go get Tyler Lockett. And last, yeah. last week he had a almost 50 point fantasy day. Yeah. Right? he had over 50 points in PPR. Yeah. And we <laughs> told you on DFS not to play Tyler Lockett
0: this coming week, too. Yeah, this for week real. against Sam Fran.
1: For real. And we did tell you guys don't do that. I did yeah. we actually our exact words were don't yeah. start him, start yeah. DK. And if start you did, DK. you won all the money because you listened to us. Um but yeah. I think people will, you know, after the 50-point game, there's always those people that go, oh, this dude is just whatever. But there are those guys that are going to be like, this guy's Deshaun Jackson. Like, I don't know when he's going to go off. He's going to go one week off and he's going to go. – and I don't think that's – I don't think that's the case. You know what I mean? Like, if you look at his game log, right, 13, 16, 37, 4, 6. He had two bad games. Then he had the bye week, huge explosion week 55, and then he had five, Right? And this is half PPR scoring is the numbers that I'm giving you right now. So in all those other games, if you look at his numbers, he had more points than that in, you know, in full PPR, right? So this is a guy that's basically consistently getting you almost 10. I mean, he had a 5.9 in PPR, yeah, 5.9 in PPR, then 8.8 in full PPR, you know, those two games where he hit, where I said four and six, right? So this is a guy that's basically getting you 10 points, every week and people no. are like they see the blow-up games and they think eh. to me this is a guy that you go get now because listen to this schedule he's got buffalo guess what everybody's gonna go oh trade day he's not gonna see trade day trade day no, is gonna be DK all dk is gonna be on DK trade is Trey day all day long Right? And that's so, that's gonna be fun that's gonna be a fun L- watch. To watch i'm gonna be super and they're gonna play a safety over the top because you can't just guard dk one-on-one it's just not gonna happen and even with Trey Day, and I'm a huge Trey Day fan. That's just the dude is a freak. You can't stop him. But then he's got L.A. Guess what? He ain't gonna see Ramsey either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know he's got Arizona, Philly, the Giants, the Jets, Washington, and then the Rams again. Like to me, this dude has an amazing schedule, and he ain't gonna see the number one corner for these teams. So to me, this is this is when. You're going to start see Tyler Lockett be a lot more used towards the stretch run of the season, and this is what we were telling you in the beginning of the season. Like, hey, listen, Tyler Lockett will finish as a top twelve fantasy yeah. wide receiver, and he right now he's number three. So to me, it's a no brainer. He's going to finish in the top twelve, and with the schedule coming up, I just think he is the guy that is going to see more targets than anyone else. So I'm all over Tyler Lockett. I'm trying to get him everywhere.
0: Yeah, I love that one. Love that one. Uh, mine is D J Moore. Uh, D J Moore had a great matchup against the Falcons last week, and if it wasn't for a forty-yard pass down the field with on the last drive, I think it was, or like second to last drive, like he was close to a zero. Uh, so right now, D J Moore owners could be a little frustrated, um, and I just think D J Moore with this passing game, I, th- I think that they're, you know the thing that has to be looked at about last week is that it was really sloppy conditions in Carolina on Thursday. And I think that really affected the passing game, even, even from Atlanta side of the ball. So, you know, to me, I would definitely go out and get, you know, both of the Carolina receivers if they're available. Cause neither one of them really had a huge game the other day. Um, yeah. and, you know, so if you can get one of those guys,
1: and that was the thing, like uh, you said it the other day when we were talking about it, Kev. That was sloppy conditions. It's Not like it was it was a perfect day out, and and these guys just didn't do shit. You know, what I mean, it was yeah. bad, rainy conditions. I mean, really nobody did shit. If you looked at if you look at the game log and you actually watch the game, I mean, it, Julio had a good game, and basically arrested everybody else in the passing game didn't do shit. And, and yep. if it wasn't for the two touchdowns for Curtis Samuel, he didn't really do shit either. So it's not like it's not like we saw this. You know, high performance game from both of these two teams, and it was just crazy high scoring. And you know, the two guys didn't perform. That's not what happened. It was a bad weather game. And a lot of people don't believe it or not, guys, a lot of people don't watch fantasy like, don't watch football. So when they see their guys getting bad numbers, they just look at it and go, Oh, he's getting bad numbers. So you can get some of these trades off for some of these guys because people aren't watching the games, you know what I mean? Like, it's a perfect example of, of you know, like, oh, my God, what was his name, that quarterback from, from a couple of years ago that he was horrible to watch, but the dude put up, like, 30 points. Blake Bortles. Blake, Blake Bortles. Bortles. He was terrible to watch. He would throw two picks a game. You know, Jameis Winston last year, he would throw three or four picks a game. This <laughs> And he still put up crazy numbers, and that's what people care about, the numbers. They don't care about watching the game. We're telling you, watching the game, these guys are, are going to be good. So go get them. Another guy that, you know, you're going to have to pay for, but I really think I want for the stretch run because I love this man's schedule is Allen Robinson. Dude, Allen Robinson's schedule. Listen to this schedule, bro. I, I, like of all the wide receivers that I like in fantasy football on the stretch, he's got to be my number one. Mm. He's got Tennessee, Minnesota. Right, the next two weeks. Bye week, Green Bay, Detroit, Houston, Minnesota, Jacksonville. Love that. Bro, that schedule is stupid. Like, that is stupid. Bro, I'm in my three
0: money leagues I have Robinson in two of them and you have them in my other one. So yeah. like,
1: <laughs> yeah, bro, like I'm telling you, if you can go get Allen Robinson because the, you know, there, he's the number 10 wide receiver in fantasy right now and, and half PPR scoring and full PPR. I think he's nine. But if you look at his game log, right, he has been so consistent with targets. He's basically like 10 targets a game, right? If you can go get Allen Robinson, because he hasn't had, like, really blow-up weeks. He hasn't had that week where you're like, holy shit, he blew up. I'm telling you, that's going to happen. He had two weeks in Atlanta and then against Indy, which nobody expected. You know, 7 for 101 and a touchdown against Indy. And then 10 for 123 and a touchdown against Atlanta. Right? Tennessee can't stop nothing. Minnesota, we've seen what everyone does to Minnesota. Luke, they just gave up three touchdowns to Devontae Adams in one game. Right? He plays them twice. He's got Detroit. Green Bay is a good defense, but they always seem to play each other super tough. Then he's got Detroit, Houston, Minnesota, Jacksonville. Dude, like I love Allen Robinson going down this stretch. If he can stay healthy, he is going to finish as a top six fantasy wide receiver, and I have no doubt about it. Yep. All right. Moving
0: on to the tight ends. Mark Andrews. Do you think his owner's ready to
1: sell him at this point? Bro, I'm a Mark Andrews owner, and I'm ready to sell him. (laughs) And you know what it is? It's the problem. Like we said, Lamar Jackson has just not been good. But I will say this too, man. Our advice
0: at the beginning of the year is like always to draft you know one of the top tight ends. If you drafted Kittle. Andrews or Ertz, you are pissed off at us. For real. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you got Kelsey, obviously... You know what
1: I mean? Kelsey's number one tight end, but... Well, see, you yeah. know what? Kittle was hurt, so we Kittle- get a pass on Kittle. Yeah. Zach Ertz, we don't get a pass on, because he's been shit all year. Yeah. Andrews, we don't get a pass on, because he's been shit all year. Yeah. And Kelsey has just been, uh, once again, the best fantasy tight end. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? We were two for four. And honestly... I still feel good about those calls because honestly, yeah, my 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 thing with
0: Kittle, Kittle almost seems like the new Gronk. Yeah, like he's great, but he's yeah, going through his games every yeah, year. Going, he can't stay healthy.
1: Yep, one hundred percent. And it's it's a little bit frustrating with Kittle because you see the potential, like you like you watch him in these games, and you're just like, oh my god, yeah. this guy has number one tight end written all over him. This dude is so good, and then he gets hurt. And then he misses a couple of games. And then you get him back and he blows up for 40 fantasy points. And you're like, Jesus, he's going to dominate the rest of the season. And then the very next week, his quarterback gets hurt and they don't do shit. And then, you know, the week after that, he has just an okay, mediocre game. And then last week he gets hurt. It's like, Jesus, like, can I just get a full 16 games of this guy? It's, It's almost like we saw what Evan Ingram after his rookie season. After his rookie season everybody was like, "Oh man, if this guy could just stay healthy." Every year we were saying, it. "Every year this dude can just stay healthy." And now we're at that point with Kittle, like if this dude could just stay healthy, and and there's there's no question. There's not like we had questions about Evan Ingram. There's no question about George Kittle. If this dude can stay healthy, he can 100% be the number 1 tight end in fantasy football.
0: Uh, so, Mark Andrews, do you feel like he's a buy or do you feel like you would just leave that alone because he's been so bad?
1: <sighs> no, I'm going to buy Andrews because I just don't believe he's going to be this bad the rest of the season. You know what I mean? Like, I think at this point, we know what Andrews is. Andrews is a guy that can get you two touchdowns and 100 yards in any given game. And he can also get you two catches for 29 yards every in any even game. So, at this point, he's not much different than any other tight end. You're hoping for a touchdown. You know what I mean? But he's still a guy that can get you 100 yards and a touchdown as where there's not a lot of tight ends that can do that. I mean, you're hoping for 50 yards and a touchdown from any tight end from any given week where this guy can get you 100 and, and uh, two touchdowns. So, yeah. you know, I would buy just because I do think he gives you an edge at the position when he does go off. But, you know, I, it's 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 starting to get to the point where we're just like, oh, I don't know when to call these games. And against Pittsburgh, I, I'm going to give him a pass because Pittsburgh's defense is just awesome. So, you know, I'll give him a pass this week, but he needs to start doing something for real. Yeah. All right, so I got two
0: uh, tight ends. One is Evan Ingram. Um, in his last couple weeks, he's gotten nine targets and ten targets. I know it's the Giants. Danny Dimes looks terrible, honestly. If you watched him yesterday, they should have won that game. If he they had a capable quarterback, they would have beaten Tampa because he missed way too many throws. But – He's gotten nine targets and ten targets in the last two games. He's getting handoffs. And on top of that, look at his matchups. Washington, Philly, Cincinnati, Seattle, Arizona, Cleveland. He does have a tough championship with, with Baltimore. But he's got great matchups leading up to the championship game. Um, so I do think that Evan Ingram is a buy. And another one is Dallas Goddard. Uh, essentially because, they, you know, I don't think that what happened on Monday or Sunday night with Dallas is going to be the way, um, you know, Philly attacks, you know, they're definitely going to get Goddard more involved uh, than having two targets and, or one target and catching that one ball. Um, and then they got the giants, they got Cleveland, they got Seattle, green Bay, new Orleans, Arizona, Dallas, not the worst schedule in the world for Philly uh, going forward either. So um, to me, uh, definitely, definitely two guys that I would buy from the tight end spot.
1: Yeah. Um, oh man, there's not really too many more tight ends that I would, that I would like go out and search for to buy. But I think if you can get Gronk thrown into a deal, I would be okay yeah. with Gronk because Gronk is starting to get targets. Yeah. You know? yeah. and like we have... We he's getting his football legs back. He's getting his football legs back. It's back. It's three consecutive weeks with double-digit fantasy points, and at this point, tight end is a shit box. Like, good luck getting a good tight end if you don't have one. <laughs> That's consistently getting you ten points because there ain't nobody on the waiver wire. Like Trey Burton. You know, we talked about a couple of the guys yesterday. You know, it, Jordan Jordan Reed. When he gets healthy, we're not sure if he's going to be healthy this week, but next week. You know, he definitely could be a guy that you was going to get a lot of targets just because Fran, Fran is so beat up and they need to throw the ball to somebody. But, you know, Rob Gronkowski is starting to get some some love from Tom Brady, and he's definitely getting love near the red zone. Like, he's looking for him. It's literally Gronk or Mike Evans, and that's it. They're not throwing the ball to anybody else. Like, if you watch the games. Nope. So, you know, Gronk is a guy. And now the last one that I have is TJ Hawkinson.
0: Yeah. With the Galladay with no, injury, no
1: Galladay. Yeah. Yeah. With the Galladay injury, you know, I think, you know, and actually, I was talking to Coach Craig about this, and give Coach Craig a shout out. Um, but yeah, Coach Craig, we talked about it today, and I completely agree with him. He was saying that you know he thinks Hawkinson is the biggest benefit benefactor from this, and I completely agree, hundred percent, because if you look at, you know, obviously the deep targets, I think are probably going to be like you know, Quincephus and, and Hall. I think Hall is probably going to be the biggest contributor when it comes to deep ball throws while Galladay is out. But if you're looking over the middle, big body guy that can catch the ball or a guy that can get, you know, beat one-on-one coverage through the middle just to get first downs like, like Galladay can, it's going to be Hawkinson. So, you know, it wouldn't surprise me at all if Hawkinson had seven to, you know, nine targets a game until Galladay is healthy and can return. And from what we're hearing – this could be a three to you know, three to five week thing. So if you can get TJ lined up, you know, on your on your roster for the next couple of weeks, yeah, I mean he could win you some weeks to get you into that playoff push. Yep. And real All quick, right. before we get done with it, I wanted to ask you, what do you think about new I've been getting a million questions about John Is new a guy you're giving up on or, or do you think that you can buy low on him?
0: Um, I think got is a guy you're buying low on. Yeah, um, I agree. I think he's just a little banged up, uh, but I, I think once he gets his legs back, he's going to be a guy that you can buy. That's going to you know get back to where he was. And when the one thing that does worry me is like a lot of his production seemed like it came when AJ Brown was out. So with AJ Brown being there, um, you know definitely worries me a little bit because they don't throw the ball that much. Um, and with Corey Davis coming on, he's obviously taking targets. So you've got now three, you know, monster targets in that offense when they're not really throwing the ball, uh, which kind of hinders things a little bit, but Adam Humphrey's taking over the middle of the field. He'll probably be out for a week or two after taking that hit. Yep. So, um, I, I, I think John, who's still going to be a, uh, you know, a good option going forward.
1: Yep. I agree. I think it's, you know, I think John is a very good player that, like Kev said, since he's been hurt, since we found out he was hurt and he got taken out of that game, he's been bad. So yeah. you know, obviously there's a correlation there. I mean, before he got hurt, the dude was putting up two, tu- I Pretty think, it five touchdowns in 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 six games. Yeah. And now he got hurt, and he's kind of you know falling a little bit. So you know, we need to we need to take things into perspective. And Janu didn't become bad overnight. Janu's been very good all season until the past couple of games. So you know, Janu is a guy that. I'm not spending a whole lot on because I don't think you have to, but I would definitely get him thrown into a deal if I if I need tight end help.
0: Yep. All right, so let's get into the cells. Uh, we can go through them quick because there really isn't many, in no. my opinion. Zeke. Um, <laughs> yeah, and Zeke's not even a sell, man. Because no. no, at this point, people don't want it. like people don't Zeke. want him. Yeah, like people have seen what Zeke has become. Yep, you know they don't mean? want it's him. Like. Crazy, man. The only two that have really been valuable out of the top five have been Cook and,
1: cook and Kamara. Yeah, you know, for real. McCaffrey's been hurt you sell like crazy. Cook, though? I, uh-huh. I was looking at the
0: do you I'm not sell selling Cook? cook I'm no. not selling Cook for nothing. See, I've like,
1: seen this on ESPN, and I had to ask you because I've seen it. like, i seen it on a couple sites, yeah. Do, do you, you, you sell cook? option? No. You know what I mean? He's an option to sell, but I'm what not What would you have to get to sell him, though? Like, think about it. What, what, like, like what would me? they have to offer you to sell Cook? Which is why I'm wondering why they have it on these sites. Like, these sites are all about, like, oh, yeah, sell Cook now but with uh, after a four-touchdown game. But, like, what could people offer you that you're going to be like, I'll take Cook? Just give me, like, an example of of something that you would look at and be like, all right, I'll take that for Cook. Because I was looking, and I can't really figure out a deal that, that I would jump on. Like, it would have to be, like, Derek Henry... A number one wide receiver.
0: I was gonna say. And we're something. Getting there. <laughs> we're getting you know what there. I mean? Like
1: like me throwing a three and you throwing a two. Like you give me a number one, you give me a top twelve guy, you give me a top twenty four guy. I'll give you I'll give you cook and let's say a number three wide receiver.
0: Yeah. Um and you'd still maybe, have to give me a number two. Yeah. Maybe if you were to say all right. Maybe Mixon, Allen Robinson,
1: Tyler Boyd. Yeah, that would that would be close. I would really think about that one, but I wouldn't be. I would just you would be getting cooked straight up. Like it would. Yeah. I wouldn't throw nothing else into that into that at all. I'd be like, okay, yeah, you have to. Yeah, I would consider that. I definitely would because now I'm getting I'm getting mixing I'm getting mixing. It would depend on what my second running back is. Yeah, if my second second running back is like. Eh, then I might not James Robinson.
0: Let's say you picked up James Robinson. That's your second running back. So now you have Mixon and Robinson. You know what I mean? You're getting Boyd and you're getting Boyd and Robinson. And let's say your second round pick was Deandre Hopkins. So you have Cook and Hopkins. You're trading cook and you're getting, and you picked up Robinson. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it would have to, I don't know if I do that deal. I actually might turn that down. It'd have to be a better running back than, than Mixon because I'm not sure when Mixon's coming back. They're saying he might come back this week, might come back next week, but I'm well, not. He's on
0: buy this week, so he's not coming. Well, back not
1: this that's week. what I meant. When he when he comes back, they say he might come back from the buy, you know, and be healthy enough to play. If not, it'll be the definitely the following week. And I don't know if I'm doing that because I wouldn't get him this week. I'm gonna get so basically definitely getting one game of Cooks, maybe two. Uh, and alan robinson i love but he's on bye week next week too so yeah, or two weeks two weeks from now yeah, two yeah. weeks from now um, so yeah I'm, i don't think i do that all right so let all right here's one here
0: we'll throw this one out there then um josh jacobs tyler lockett mark andrews Ooh. if you have better. kittle and just lost kittle oh yeah that's better
1: um yeah i yeah i probably do that yeah. i'd probably do that because i think josh jacobs is probably going to end up definitely like a top eight guy rest of season because i like his matchups coming up and then i'd be getting i'd be replacing my Kittle injury and getting a wide receiver that i'm super high on yeah i would do that yep. i would do that yeah yep. i like it, that one. Like, but going through it,
0: it would definitely have to be worth it for for the owner giving up Cook. And at this point, who? why would you even sell Cook, especially if you're in a race? I got Dalvin Cook. I'm in first place. There's no chance of me selling him. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, it's the same thing with Kamara. If you're in first place or, you know, you have Alvin Kamara, there's no chance you're selling Kamara. Exactly. If you're in any kind of thick of it. Because to me, like, in order to win championships, you need stars. You, de- you, can't, or you need a superstar player. Um, and... You know, there's not many of them out there, in my opinion. Uh, you know, right now you have Cook and Kamara. CMC will be one of them when he comes back. Yeah. You have Devontae Adams. Um. You know, and this is non quarterback, you know, because obviously quarterbacks, you know, guys can go off any week. Um. Yep. Like, you, you know, Adams, at this point, DK is probably a superstar. Yep. But outside of that, like, you know, there's not many guys that can possibly win you a chip this year. Kelsey's another one I will say because Kelsey's just so much better than every other tight end. Yeah, yep, I agree.
1: All right, so looking at the quarterbacks, there's two guys that came to my head when I was like, all right, I I would I would sell these guys, and one is Tom Brady because Tom Brady, like, if you watched that game last night, Tom Brady was terrible in the first half, and he ended up salvaging his game in the second half, you know, but. He's been, if you look at his game log, he's the number nine fantasy quarterback. And there's people who lost Dak. There's people who did this. There's people who did that, you know, at quarterback, and they just don't have a good one. Josh Allen's starting to falter. And he's been pretty good the past, let's say, out of the past six weeks, he's been good four out of the six weeks. Really good two of those weeks. Over 30 fantasy points Two of those in two of those games. So if I could add Tom Brady to a deal to get it done, for a team, because if you have Tom Brady, I promise you, you have somebody else. You picked up somebody else. There's no way you drafted Tom Brady and was con- were confident that he was going to be your top 12 guy. There's very few fantasy teams that thought Tom Brady would be okay as your number one quarterback all season long. Being 42 years old, you know, that's really gutsy if you just drafted Tom Brady and no one else. So, yep. I think if you throw Tom Brady into a deal, and the other guy that actually, like I said, has some tougher matchups... I think I'm trading Kyler Murray because I think I can get a lot for Kyler Murray. You know, he's the number – on a points-per-game basis, he's the number two fantasy quarterback. If you look at his numbers, he's the number three. So, you know, Kyler Murray is a guy. This week he's got Miami. Miami is, for some reason, I don't know what the hell's going on in Miami, but they're playing much, much better on defense. They're actually – I would – I would venture to say have been a very very good defense over the past couple of weeks. They've been great. Then you got Buffalo, you got Seattle. That's you know he, he's gonna go off against Seattle. You got New England, you got the Rams, you got the Giants, you got Philly, and then you got San Fran. So his last two matchups in the finals, I like the Rams match, the Giants matchup. The Ram, the Giants actually have been getting a little bit better on defense. So I don't know how much he exploits them. I think he'll just be okay. Philly's been better at D on defense. San Fran is a great matchup because they're just hurt everywhere, but they still, you know, their defense is still doing it. So he's definitely a guy that I would be like, eh, I, I, I think I could lose and not it wouldn't kill me. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah,
1: I really don't have quarterbacks. I mean, quarterbacks to
0: me are hard, hard to consider sells, in my opinion. Like, yeah. Because if I have, like right now, if I have Rodgers or Russell or, um, um, who's the other one uh, that's doing well? Either Kyler
1: Herbert. Uh, Herbert. Kyler. Yeah. Um, See, and that's the other thing. Like if you have, if you have Kyler, I'm not telling you to trade Kyler if you don't have a second quarterback. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Do not do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you have Herbert. Then hell yeah, trade Kyler because you can throw Kyler into a deal and Kyler is going to get you more than Herbert will right now. So do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's play Herbert every week. So it, to me, it's one of those situations.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, there's not really too many more you can have to to add on that to onto that list. I mean, um. Let's move on to the running backs. I mean, we discussed Cook. I don't think Cook is very. Very tradable for most of us. Um, You know, people will sell him probably, in the you know, just to get a a haul. But I think he's he's worth holding on to because, dude, that's how that offense is going to move. Dude, they're not letting Kirk Cousins throw the ball. <laughs> they
1: don't no, want Kirk Cousins one, to throw the ball. Dude, he's the number one running back. You know, if you look at average points per game, like yeah. I just don't get it. Um. Who else? Uh, anybody else
0: that you would sell from the running back position coming off coming off tough weeks or coming
1: off weeks, uh, you know, this past week? Yeah, there's not really anybody. Like, we told you guys to sell Gurley. And, yeah. you know, Gurley's starting to. Gurley's just been good. He scores touchdowns every week. He scores touchdowns he every, scores week. Touchdown <laughs> every week. But, you know, Gurley at this point, last week he still had that touchdown, which honestly was the only reason he had double digits because he only had, I think he had 18 carries for like 35 or, you know, 40 yards or something crazy. And I do think he got double digits. So he had to have 40-something. He had 40-something yards. I know he had 18 carries because, you know, I remember watching the game and I couldn't believe he had as many carries as he had because he just wasn't doing shit. Um, But – yeah, no. There's not really anybody that I'm looking here, and I'm like, yeah, sell this guy because he's just not going to be that great. You know, the one guy that, you know, I'll look at here, and I think maybe, you know, that you can get something for him because he's been actually really good when he touches the ball is Philip Lindsay. But I don't know how much you're getting for Philip Lindsay. I think some he's something that you can throw into a deal, and people are going to be like, oh, since he's come back from injury, he's had 100 yards rushing in basically both games. He had a touchdown last week in 80 yards. And then he had 100 yards the week before. So, you know, maybe people are like, oh, that that pushes this deal over the edge. So he's a guy that I wouldn't mind throwing in there because Gordon is getting a lot of touches still. Yep. 100%. Uh, why receivers? Uh, who are you selling from the wide receiver position? Dude. So I look at it like this. The wide receiver for, position for me personally, I'm not really selling any of the really good guys. You know, I know some people are saying, you know, you could sell Keenan Allen because Keenan Allen is getting, he's getting targets, but he's not scoring touchdowns. And if you want to some upside, he's a guy that's been putting up double digit fantasy points every single week. And he's a top, I think he's a top six option. Actually. I think he's no, he's top, he's 14th. So you know, but he's getting double-digit targets every week. You know what I mean? He's just not scoring touchdowns. I think you should I'm, – I'm not trading him because if you look at his – if you look at Keenan Allen's matchups the rest of the year, like the Raiders, Miami's a tough matchup, but then the Jets, Buffalo, New England, Atlanta, the Ve- you know, Las Vegas again, and then Denver. Like, I love his matchups. <laughs> we saw what he did to Denver last week. <laughs> like, I'm down. This dude is catching basically every single week this dude has – You know, his lowest catch total was against New Orleans. He had two catches. And if you remember, he got hurt in that game. So, and then the week one, don't count because he had Tyrod Taylor. Every other week, (laughs) seven, 13, eight, 10, nine. Like, I am not treating a guy who's catching the ball at least eight times every single game. That's not happening. So, really, the top, like, I would say the top 15 guys, I probably don't want to sell unless I'm getting a really good running back and people are not giving up good running backs for top 15 wide receivers. Like it's not happening when you start getting into like Chris Godwin and, and Calvin Ridley, if you think Calvin Ridley is going to be slowed up by this injury and be out for a couple of weeks and you think you can sell him now because you need to get into the playoffs, I would do that. Um, If you think, That Chris Godwin is just not going to be the same player because Gronk is starting to come on and Antonio Brown will be there next week and, you know, whatever you want to get rid of him now before, you know, people see what Antonio Brown does. Because if Antonio Brown, I'm letting you know, if Antonio Brown comes in next week and he starts and this dude has five or six catches and has 50, 60, 70 yards and a touchdown, people are going to panic, completely panic on Chris Godwin. And you're not going to be able to sell him, period. So this is probably the week that if you don't think he's going to be a big part of this offense when Antonio Brown becomes part of the team, get rid of him now. Like, sell him tonight. Like, period. You have to. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I love the Antonio one. And then Chris Godwin. Both of those guys, to me... Uh, right now you can you can get for you can get good good return for uh which is crazy because antonio hasn't even played yet and Godwin you know has been hurt but both of those yeah. guys you know you can get great return for right now. Yep. Um and then from the tight end position I got a tight end and Jared Cook. Uh you know this dude's been remarkable the last couple weeks. Uh Man, and you know Michael Thomas will be back soon. And once that happens I'm assuming like Cook's gonna go back to Touchdown or bus guy, you know maybe three catches for thirty yards and a touchdown. But if you don't score will be touchdown, back soon
1: too, they're saying that Sanders is you know getting ready yeah. to clear protocol. So if yeah. that happens, I mean now now you're really like, when the hell are you going to start Cooks <laughs> if both yeah. those guys are healthy? Like when are you going to feel confident in doing that? Yep, I agree.
0: So uh, definitely, Jared Cook is one of the tight ends you can sell.
1: Yeah, I really don't have tight ends that I'm selling because, like I said, we, we talked about it earlier. You know what I mean? And if I have a good tight end, I just don't want to lose him. If I have a guy that's consistently getting me close to 10 fantasy points a week, I don't want to lose that guy because 10 fantasy points a week may not be great. But it is so hard off the waiver wire to get a tight end that is going to get you anything. Dallas Goddard was the, is the literally I'm not even exaggerating the perfect example. Mm-hmm. People went out and grabbed Dallas Goddard and were like, "Oh yeah, you know I I can put him in this week and he's going to be great because they're playing the Cowboys and the Cowboys suck." And what did Dallas Goddard do for you last week? Two no. for twenty. Like, if you have a guy that consistently puts up ten fantasy points at the tight end, you have gold. You have gold. Don't get rid of gold f- for, for you know, bullshit. Because I, I see some people's trades that they add a tight end and then they're like, oh, but I still have, you know, this tight end. He's been okay every other week. Like, no, dude. Like, what are you doing? I just got in, in our league. I got traded. Somebody gave me Kelsey because they needed a quarterback. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? You have yes. to start a tight end. You don't trade Kelsey. Kelsey, to me, is almost untradeable. Yeah. Literally, to get tra- Kelsey off my team, you would have to offer me ridiculous. I'm, I'm talking about ridiculous because he gives you such an advantage over every other position because he out, he's outscoring every other tight end by, like, ridiculous amount of points right now. Like, there's no way you're getting Kelsey off my team. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. All right, guys. So that is it
0: for tonight's podcast. Uh, we will be back at you tomorrow. Uh, what do you want to do tomorrow, Steve? You want to do buy sell, or do you? Or I'm sorry, do you want to do Dynasty, or do you want to do
1: uh, Dynasty? DFS. Do you want to do DFS, <laughs> or do
0: you want to do? Yeah, we'll do uh, DFS tomorrow.
1: We're, so, guys, we are actually changing up the schedule. We forgot to mention in the beginning. So Friday, our Friday podcasts. Uh, they go out so late because me and Kev, you know, you guys work, no, we work a regular nine to five job, you know, and do this. So our Friday podcast goes out so late that you have to listen to it. Most people have to listen to it on Saturday and most people don't bother to listen to it on Saturday because they're busy and, you know, I get it. It's your weekend. So we're actually going to drop the Friday podcast. So we're going down to four days a week. It's going to be Monday through Thursday. We're going to give you all the information we would give you all week, except condense it in those four days. So, Wednesdays from now on will be DFS, and then Friday or Thursday will be an hour, at least an hour long. We'll make sure every thursday podcast is at least an hour long and we'll do start sit questions trade questions they're about to be over because after week 11 most leagues don't do trades anymore but we'll do all those different questions we'll get into guys that we like and don't like we'll do a whole big podcast on thursdays and make it nice and long for you guys because you can really get a feel of how we're feeling about the week yep all right guys so that is it uh and so until tomorrow night peace out guys peace